Hello and welcome to the Pranayaman Kede Show. This is episode 5 and today we have with us Mr. Varun Dugirala, popularly known as Varun Dugi. So Varun is one of the leading voices in the advertising space and uh, he also founded a new age creative advertising agency called The Glitch in 2009. He is also running two podcasts, The Varun Dugi Show and Advertising is Dead. Learning is an integral part of a life and to productively learn something, we need to know some of the proven hacks that are already there. Listen to this episode where I'm diving in a deep conversation with Varun on learning, productivity, self-discovery and personal development. Enjoy the show. So welcome to the Pranayaman Kede Show, Varun, and uh, it's it's a pleasure to have you uh, on the Pranayaman Kede Show. I've been following you for a for a quite a long time, and uh, it seems amazing to uh, watch your content, uh, read your content, and uh, listen to your podcast and all these things. So hi, welcome to the show. Happy to be here, and um, and I'm glad I covered read, watch, and listen all all ends of it, which is which is basically I think what everyone's trying to cover. But uh, I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So uh, before jumping on to uh, to the questions that I want to ask, so can you please tell uh, tell to the listeners about what what all the work you're doing and what what are all the things you are involved in? So people would be more more curious about these things. So yeah. Yeah. So I'll give a. Um, I'll give a, sh- a short cliff notes version of, of uh, my background. Um, um, small town boy, did my engineering, was terrible at engineering, um, somehow landed up studying media, mass media and, and filmmaking. Started off my career in the audiovisual space, working for MTV and Channel V, produced a lot of reality TV, Bollywood content and all that stuff for them. Um, 2009 started off a, a company called The Glitch. Uh, at that point in time, we started off as a digital production house for brands for the web. Uh, in 2009 okay. um over and and now we're one of the largest creative agencies in the country um we were acquired okay. in 2017 uh, and, and that and i oversee the production part of the business on the creator side um so 2018 i started hosting a podcast called advertising is dead the okay. idea was to say that there is so much changes happening in you know, so many changes happening in this entire space of advertising media marketing um let's talk about the changes there and that was literally the idea um, because I come from an unconventional background. I don't have advertising experience. My company, which is a production unit, became an agency over time. So I've had a very like different perspective on the industry. So that's why the podcast started. Now we're about close to 150 episodes. Um, it We don't just talk about media marketing and advertising. We talk about brands. We talk about startups. We talk about how business is evolving. So so that's been one part of what I do. Um, I also run another podcast called The Varun Dugi Show, where I, I it's almost like an audio blog format. Um, I'm a person who likes to learn about a lot of things uh, and it's, okay. and the Varun Dukhi show has become a way for me to share the stuff, which I learn, um, you know, everything from philosophy to personal development to um, trends that I'm seeing in the creator economy and, and like everything else. And once a month, I try to have a chat with somebody on the show as well, just trying to get perspective okay. from somebody else about what inspires them, what motivates them. Um, I read a newsletter called Unschooled, which goes out every week. That started off primarily because um, I'm working on a book which is due out next year. Um, okay. And the newsletter is a, meet, a way for me to get validation that people will read the book, hopefully. Um, so I do the newsletter and um, I also create a bunch of stuff on YouTube, Instagram. I tweet a lot. Um, so yeah, so I put a lot of content out there, but um, 
if you have to put it all in a nutshell, I'm just sharing stuff I'm learning from. Um, and, and that's really my core is that I've always, you know, person likes to share anything which I'm consuming as content or as learning. Um, and now the internet has become a great funnel for me to kind of push it out there. That's great. I'm really excited for your book. <laughs> so yeah, uh, like I read your blogs and they are really valuable. So I'm definitely sure that your book will uh, do magic. Uh, if you read, read my newsletter, you will get, you will find a lot of, a lot of pieces which I've mentioned in my newsletter in the book, because I have sampled many ideas which are in the book on the newsletter. And I kind of look at the data, seeing which ones people resonated with and some of those as concept as concepts okay. rather will appear throughout the book. So you will find some pieces about saying, okay, one second, he wrote about this, which is also why my, my newsletter is very short. Um, I didn't want to write the entire book on the newsletter. So I'm like, when well, you have 200 words here and there, two, 300 words here and there, and then the book obviously is much larger. So um, my right. publisher will not turn to me and saying, one second, why did you put the book online? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I see you creating a lot of content and uh, creating a lot of content needs a lot of consumption, not just but uh, for a creator, but for any individual, like uh, let's say an individual working in the advertising space, space, they need to learn more about the advertising industry or uh, or what is happening into their industry. So they need to look, uh, read about, I being a product manager, I need to uh, learn lot about products on how product uh, optimizations and roadmaps uh, need to be designed mm. so learning is is a job of uh, which needs which everyone needs specifically mm. so yeah. the question is how to build better habits of learning i see you are learning a lot and how to create habits of learning so you can consume daily you can consume good content and how to build build a habit that helps you consume that content that you want so you know one of the things which I feel confuses a lot of us when you're trying to learn, right? Is the fact that uh, we feel that we have to keep looking for newer places to learn from every time. Um, oftentimes you need to find a few sources um, and start off with that, almost create that. And I, and I like, like to use the term funnel because at some point you're refining it down, right? So, um, so find, let's say four to five res- so, uh, you know, sources where you get information from, um, then kind of dig into where that source is finding their information from so that you no know, evolves it's uh, there's this concept called the content family tree which is basically which says that you know if you're learning from one person whoever that person references are extensions of what you might want to learn from so you keep doing that so that's one thing which i do and the second thing is if you read or watch or listen to something once doesn't mean you've learned from it um, you need to reflect on it. You need to, you know, many times almost like, like how in school, we always revise stuff, right? We don't revise enough of the learnings we have beyond that. So um, it could be that you kind of put it down on a, on paper, um, could be you use certain, you know, certain apps to kind of store them and kind of come back to them from time to time. So I use pocket a lot to store articles and everything else, which uh, I'm reading. Um, I use an app called Readwise, which is very, which is great if you read digitally. So because it takes all your highlights from your Kindle and syncs it up and sends you highlights, uh, 10 things you highlighted every day, right? So use tools that are available to keep looking back at what, because, you know, we feel like, okay, I finished this book. I'm done with it. I move ahead to something else, right? Um, many books, which I've gotten most value from, I will end up reading twice, thrice over a period of a year. Um, like I'm reading Psychology of Money the second time. Um, I'm reading, um, um, you know, the obstacle is the way I think third time right now. So you keep coming back because most times as it is with co- any form of content, if you watch it again and again, you find more value from it. So um, don't try to overwhelm yourself by finding too many sources, have a few sources and then let it seep in wider, have certain people who you feel are giving you the right kind of information right, or, or right kind of learning and see 
what else they have done so you'll find somebody who might be an author and a podcaster so you listen to their podcast regularly read their books um somebody might be a youtuber and you learn a lot from them and from them being a youtuber you will also find this other content they put out as well so um i'd say find sources but not too many sources and and add that up over time that's the best way to learn um and the other piece i would also say is that and which is a bit of a contrary point of view what i just said is make sure you have people who have different perspectives in this source pool because if you listen to everybody talking about something from only one perspective um you will always get a one sided view of the world around you so i mean it's it's simple like you you and i'm taking a political analogy here if you are left wing and you only read left wing stuff and you don't read anything which is right wing you will never even try to understand the other side and, and same goes with us that's the biggest problem we have right in the same way if you're a pro science person or something else so i think across the board make sure your mix of sources are wide enough um and uh, keep um, keep revising it's almost like school keep revising stuff keep writing it down and your brain remembers if you write stuff down correct correct and even even i see that when you uh, when you read, read read that particular thing you read in more information from that particular uh, blog of uh, particular book you are doing because first yeah. time you understood it and the second time you are you are finding a deeper meaning of of the words you have uh, yeah. you have read or you have consumed maybe may it could be a movie or may it could be a book or it could be a blog anything so yeah. i i i uh, like i generally found this thing in uh, blogs and movies that when you watch it twice or when you read it twice you go into deeper meanings and the th- the things you have seen earlier uh, you just leave those things and the rest of the things which you have uh, not seen earlier you you find mm. details in those particular parts so that is what yeah. one thing that i've uh, i've personally experienced myself as well and also what happens is your context in the world today will be different from when you saw it the first time right so sometimes your environment changing also affects what you get from a piece of content exactly exactly that that's totally true so yeah that is uh, uh, and uh, like any any tips on how to retain that information like for me it was reading again but any other mm-hmm. tips on retaining that information apart from reading again um that's it noting stuff down helps it helps to remember but honestly just figure a way to catalog stuff um your mind will not remember everything if you re- if you read it or write it again and again and again your mind will remember it but you don't have to put all the information in your mind you just need to find different ways to save it and know where you saved it like i am a like i'm a very disorganized person about storing content right? so i'll have like multiple notebooks i will have two to three note taking apps um i will also have random like apps on the ipad which i scribble on because i i i'm a person i'm a scribbler more than more than a, a a typer if if that's the terminology to use <laughs> yeah. um so yeah because i i like to kind of you know this it, my i'm not organized it goes very like random on a piece of paper and sometimes I end up scanning correct, correct, that correct. And, and using it so um have a build your own system of um saving information i feel that's important um and uh, your system could be just generally how you can retain i know a lot of people who for instance keep taking photographs of what they scribble out and keep them in folders um there are people who will make very deeply uh, i would say connected uh, you know documents which which on one connects to the other and they hyper tag them and they do all of that stuff so um it depends on what works for you but um the simplest way to retain is to keep going back to it keep going back to it um and keep looking at how i mean how the source is actually changing the content so i'll give an example um i follow um um someone called ryan holiday a lot right so ryan holiday someone i got okay. introduced to 
I would say 2019-ish. Um, okay. It's a lot of content on stoicism. And stoicism actually has been a great source for me, especially last two years, just to kind of find uh, mental balance and everything else. And um, I discovered him on... On, an, on a podcast where he came on as a guest. I think he came on Tim Ferriss's podcast, if I remember right. Okay. Um, then I found his YouTube channel. Then I found his books, which I've read all of them. He's he's written a book a year for the last decade. So, um, and so I've, I've then gone to his books. Um, I also get his, uh, his newsletter. And so everything else, right? So what's happened with me is that as I progressed with him, I've seen that his points of view have also evolved. Um, what he kind of puts out as content changes, and and that also in a, in an interesting way that's the good part about the the entire creator space right is that you're not getting one finite piece and then you're done uh, you're continuing to see perspectives evolve from your favorite creators and 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 writers and sources um and you're evolving with them so you know and i think that's that's really crucial that's crucial for you to see in the context of the world today how you can retain it um, but um, find ways to store it, which doesn't necessarily have to be your brain. I think you just need to kind of catalog it out. So um, your your brain is enough space to think uh, about stuff that's happening at this moment. Correct, correct, correct. And even I agree uh, that it it is it is kind of like when you follow a person or when you uh, like consume content from a single particular person so uh, that person becomes like a mentor to you when even mm. th- even it's not connected but that person is also evolving and you are also evolving with uh, with the content consume consumption and all those things mm. Mm. so uh, not specifically the mentor but it's it's something kind of like a mentor uh, a mentor mentee journey or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. so, so um, um yeah yeah please. no 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 go on go on go on yeah. You, so, I, I started a train of thought, but I lost my train of thought, which is very normal with me. So I, I will let you continue. Sure, sure. So I was reading your article on your study about what would you do for no money? Hmm. And I was pretty amazed reading that because uh, I, when I st- I'm, I'm doing this stuff uh, almost uh, every day. When I started this podcast, the Pranay Vankiri show, uh, like two, three people asked me, like, why did you uh, started this podcast? Uh, you'll have to create content on a daily basis or, or like weekly basis and you'll have to do this and that and those things. So I was like, see, I've created this uh, for myself. I've hmm. created this for people who I want to educate. And the second thing is, uh, I created this to network and learn from people who are better than me. So these two, three things are the motors of creating this podcast uh, so that I can educate people and learn from people who are better than me. So that was the thing. So what 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 is your take on uh, what would you do for no money? Can you can you elaborate on uh, on that thing? So this whole thing started off, um, I, f- I forget the episode, but uh, so Tanmay came on my podcast, which is Advertising is Dead sometime last year. Right? And and okay. he and I had this really long conversation and Tanmay and I have known each other for a long time because I've known him since he was in college and I was in college. So we like, okay. uh, so it's been a long, long time um, that we've known each other. So one of the points he kind of brought up and I thought it was interesting was the fact that to be a content creator today, in many ways, you'll be able to consistently do it in the long term if you really love creating the content and you're doing it for the pure love of it um and that's what your sustainable like your foundational uh, content creation journey is and which for me is and at that moment i said it was podcasting um, today i would say it's podcasting and writing because the process of writing the book has made me really love being able to write um so this whole point of doing it without money is because not not everything has to be monetized the value you get from it could just be that you're getting personal satisfaction from doing it 
um you it could be the fact that you are getting almost like um, indirect ways to kind of uh, you know push yourself up so for instance if you if you have a career and you're doing this whatever you do as your side hustle as people call it and and i worry about the term side hustle sometimes because it means that you have to make money out of it right? but exactly. what you do it like having a podcast makes you a better conversationalist which means no matter what job you do you'll be able to have a conversation in many ways better than a regular person because you do this for fun like you like to have conversations exactly. for fun so there's so many ripples there so if you look at everything and say okay i don't have to monetize it it's my passion but it's not it doesn't necessarily have to be monetized you're doing it for the love of it which is why i, I always say that would you do this for no money if you would do this for no money then you will create quality content and you would create you know a quality narrative for yourself in the long term and the offshoot is that you will find ways to monetize it but you will never take away from the purity of why you love creating in the first place because if you get into i want to make money out of this then you're doing a, you're creating a business There's nothing wrong with that it's just that the way you make it will be very different because you look at each piece from a you know okay this is going to work this way and that's why i'll get let's say adsense money or other brand come in whereas correct correct creating i think this is fun to create let's make it um i i find more uh, more energy in that to actually like i've seen a lot of people uh, and they have this myth that as you said uh, side hustles so i've seen a lot of people talk about side hustles and they say that uh, you can make money out of side hustles but for mm-hmm. me side hustle as well side hustle is just like doing what you love like you yeah. i i love writing so i do writing on that stuff i i'm not yeah. good at making videos at all i tried making youtube videos twice but it it gets like i'm not able to shoot it damn i'm working yeah. on it but yeah i'm i'm good at writing so i keep on writing those stuff mm. now reels come up so uh, like two three people ask me why don't you go on for reels okay i'm not i'm not into reels i don't want to create a business or, or anything out of it i'll just keep on writing stuff and uh, yeah. i'll keep on uh, educating people through my writings and all those things even uh, i've seen people who are starting youtube channels so they what they uh, have in mind is that that uh, just i just need subscribers i i need subscribers mm. i need likes and that will give me yeah. money but that eventually goes down because what happens is that they uh, they will eventually fail uh, in that uh, respect because they yeah. won't be able to create content uh, and they'll maybe they'll run out of ideas or something like that will happen uh, in that space so i think yeah uh, like content creation or the thing is is something which is you should come from heart which should uh, which should be yeah. an insight thing and you know also the problem is that like you just said that there are newer ways to create kind of keep coming up um i've questioned making reels many times although i do make them now a little more often than i used to um i have questioned myself trying to create more video content because at primarily i love the audio medium uh, i love the the uh the freedom it gives me because i come from a video production background so this is totally like freedom for me right i'm not worried about lighting okay. i'm not worried about like any of those things so uh but i feel it's important to say you don't have to be everywhere but you yes. need to understand where all you need to be and i think that's important it doesn't mean that you only find one option and just do that like if you have a podcast you're just doing a podcast and you're done um you have to find ways to kind of popularize it push it out market it but do it with what you're comfortable with and what your time allows not all of us have all the time to do this um not all of us have teams to work on it so um and even then it takes a lot of bandwidth from you individually so find your own method and your own mix of things um and this whole thing about saying okay i need a million subscribers or i need a thousand followers or thousands of followers in that sense um 
it's a it's a race right and you will end up right. not being yourself i mean if you look at some of the most popular youtubers in the world right um look at someone like an ember chamberlain who's obviously one of the largest uh, creators she had to kind of pause because she went into a system where she was creating a lot of content she had an editor she had an entire team obviously she's made a lot of money by being a youtuber she didn't post i think for a month or or it is 3 weeks um okay and when she came back she realized what she really missed doing was the editing she used to love editing her own videos and because as she scaled and was doing more and more she couldn't edit her videos anymore so she has gone back to editing her own videos she's gone back to shooting them not with high end cameras but with like random cameras so sometimes there are reasons why you like making a certain piece of content it's not even the medium it's the way you do it um you Correct. need to go back to that some more often because you will then realize why you started doing this in the first place if you forget that and everything else from okay maybe i get a brand on uh let me uh, let me try and make this more clickbait let me make a thumbnail more in your face you know all those things which we read about right. and 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 see um the essence of why you're creating goes away and then you'll just become like everybody else and you will lose out your own originality and what is unique to you correct correct and even i seen uh, i've seen this uh, this originality or or the content uh, like what we can say the uh, secret sauce of the content creation mm-hmm. uh, origin, uh, and the uh, what we can say the purpose of all those mm-hmm. things in in tanmay's video i uh, i regularly watch tanmay's vlogs and his videos and i see that the content he creates is so natural he he is yeah. not like uh, he is not like his recording thing he is just doing naturally those things and it is coming up so that is and what is how he normally is if you meet him in person this is exactly how you will be yeah so that that is i haven't met him but i'm sure he he must have been uh, like that so yeah, exactly that that is the thing that you have to be natural you have to be in the original uh, way that you are when you are creating content and i think that would only be the uh, be the point uh, where you will success because obviously you'll have to create content con- uh, continuously but yeah then in that case you won't run out of ideas or anything that yeah. will happen yeah and even if you do run out of ideas which is very common um make that your content um like i have I do this thing called taking a pause. Right, I do this very often. I do this across my newsletter, my content, because at some time your brain does need a break. It needs like, like I'm seriously considering taking a a break from a few of the mediums that I do right now, at least for a few weeks, okay, if not longer. Because I'm like, you know, sometimes you want to sit back and think about what you're making, um, and you know, the worry about saying, oh, I need to post regularly, I need to make the grid look a certain way, all those things that you you see. um like i broke the grid today like we're recording today the first time in a long time i broke my grid on instagram i said i don't want to be held ransom to the grid i will put up content when i feel it's the right time to put it up it doesn't matter um yeah. right so sometimes you need to you need to break out of those things and sometimes walking away and taking even a week or a, or a day or a month really gives you clarity um it gives you clarity again going back to like why you're doing it um and also it helps you find your own original voice again and i think that's that's the most crucial part because that's the voice that is fun for you to do this right otherwise it's just uh, it becomes a job uh, and uh, not all jobs are fun yes true 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 and it, it should obviously it should uh, it should be like fun kind of a job because when i write content yeah. i enjoy uh, it when i create podcast or i i shoot uh, shoot it or uh, let's say i record it i enjoy it mm. because that's what it's coming from inside that i really want to speak about this particular topic and educate uh, fellow students who whoever the audience uh, i have i want to educate them on this particular topic because i find it interesting 
and when you find yeah. something interesting you try to share that stuff yeah so perfectly like uh, totally agree with you on that so uh, i've seen you talk about systems are better than goals so mm-hmm. uh, how to create systems that will help you consistently do things that you want to do and to achieve your goals uh, through that system because goals is something where you'll stop like i have i have a goal of uh, create writing a book in next 3 months or next one year mm-hmm. so i'll maybe uh, all as you know we all are engineers we have the uh, ability to do everything last last day <laughs> so yes, as always always yeah so we we engineers have this very bad habit of doing everything last day i ha- i have my friend um who who does this thing now as well like we are out of engineering for 3 3 years yeah, yeah, 3 years do. now my, my my book was i was i was supposed to have submitted my final draft and i think i'm going to be submitting it in a week um and uh, i till end till early august had only written 15 15 20% of the book i had not so i literally took two weeks off to sit and write um uh, but i agree uh, engineer i think in general we we always going to say no it's okay we have time you know we have three months can very easily be i have a month it doesn't matter um exactly. and and there's a theory behind that by the way and i forget the term for it and it's 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 uh, i don't know i i don't know if i read it something james clear put out or somebody else saying that you know if you tell yourself you have a month if you tell yourself you have a week our mind will automatically spread it out thinking you have so much time right so you know it doesn't matter if you have you you're you're systematically you know tuned to working in a certain timeline so you will wait for those two days in the end anyway um which is why the system kind of comes in the systems come in because you you're not saying i want to finish all of this by this date you're saying i need to finish this much today and this much tomorrow so that's where systems really come in because if your goal is to finish a book let's say in 6 months which is what mine was um which i initially thought i'll do it that way um and suddenly after 3 months you realize you've not even written more than like five chapters uh, whereas you have to do 40 50 chapters um and at some point if you say no every day i'm going to sit and write which is what i did i would spend at least 45 minutes to an hour every day sitting and writing um make that a constant practice there be days i wouldn't do it but i was as consistent as possible um and that's why systems help because we all have a tendency to um overestimate and underestimate how much we can get done um in any amount of time true 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 like i i truly agree on this particular thing because i have seen myself uh where i was uh, kind of working for like uh, 16 or 17 hours a day um mm. i on the other day i've seen myself working on like 2 to 3 hours a day and getting tired uh, just for that yeah. so yeah. like there there's this hidden potential that we have which we don't know and uh, that only comes on uh, on after like self discovery what we can say or what yeah. like self awareness yeah. and that is what the next question is about so uh, self discovery is uh, is something which is very important uh, for each and every uh, person and the other day i was watching your reel about uh, self discovery there where you when you were talking about how you were in a job uh, like dead end mm. job and uh, not had a, sust- a sustainable vision or all those things yeah. so could you tell us uh, more about like how you discovered yourself like how was your self discovery the journey of your self discovery so you keep trying things out right just to explain um i, I that was something i put out um, and I, i put out with a lot of hesitation it i mean something collabing with a brand to do and and i said okay let me put this as a story and i then i started to make it i got a lot of uh, you know you, you nervousness and big imposter syndrome to put that out but um so 
2005 i hadn't finished my engineering i finished my four year degree in six years eventually um which is i think by 2006 i finished it um i was working in a call center i was working for um, aol's cancellations department i was uh, doing the 2 am to 9 am shift every okay. night uh, for five days a week so my, i was living a, a vampire's life uh, in many ways um and i just generally was, was didn't have any confidence in myself did not feel i was going to be able to uh, do anything with my life but you know sometimes you get chances in life and you need to do what you can with them um i happened to give the entrance to study mascom somehow got through and i I'm, i'm till date surprised i got through um the exam and um, and then i kind of you know i i think sometimes you you need to have defining moment i was leaving bangalore moon to pune to study and uh, for me it was literally saying okay if you can't start fresh and and do what you can with what you given and um and i decided not to look long term um, and that's always helped me i don't look at five years down two years down one year down i'm saying what am i getting done in the next three months or what am i getting done this week uh, or what am i getting done today um and that helps because you focus on what you have in front of you at present you're not worrying about the future you're not um, stressing about what happened in the past um and that's how i've been able to kind of push myself to do things it's always been like okay, let me just try this today worst case it'll just it'll be bad um and uh, even like something like podcasting as well so i mean i think two ends of discovery one is um, as an entrepreneur and my entrepreneur journey almost happened very weirdly where both of us me and rohit my co-founder uh, quit our jobs to start glitch because um, music channels were stopping to play music um, and um, we were like where is all the fun stuff happening because we used to be you know we, we were both i was creating shows he was creating promos for channel we at that point of time um and we just decided to go out and try it and at that point it was a more a what's the worst that can happen let's see what this is we didn't set out to start a company we didn't have a business plan we did none of those things right we said okay let's try and find some interesting work um and we somehow survived the first few years and then over time it became a business so we didn't think too much about it we honestly spent um i think we decided 6 months before we uh, we, we our, our final day at our jobs at uh, channel v to start the company we spent four four to five months thinking of the name and one month figuring out where we would get work from um so we were definitely not very smart about it right um but i think that helped us it helped us because we kind of jumped in and this is 2009 a year after the recession um you know the everybody told us it was a mistake and but we were just like okay what's the worst that will happen let's try out let's see what we can do we were young enough we didn't have responsibilities of of sending money back home or we just had to pay for ourselves um and we jumped in with that mindset um even with the podcast i've always i've never considered my voice to be a podcasting voice i didn't even i wasn't even a podcast listener very sporadic listener of, of a few people um and um, again just happened i went i've i've learned that over time if you keep saying no to things that you haven't tried before um you'll never find what you might love doing in life so like I said, okay, let me just go try it because a friend was doing a podcast. I went on as a guest, and um, one thing led to another, and uh, and I ended up getting my own podcast. Um, I was initially worried about how people will perceive my voice, my accent, um, the fact that I used to be a mumbler through college and school, where people couldn't understand what I was saying in person. I'm like, you can't understand me in person. How are you going to understand what I say on a mic? Correct. But I feel that once you jump in, and if you're aware enough about what you can't do well but you also at some and i think that leads you to figure out what you can do well and uh, and over time you figure it out i feel that we give uh, way too much importance to 
really over analyzing ourselves and our strengths and what we what our weaknesses are i think we give ourselves less credit than we need to um and if we just focus on what we need to do at present um and move ahead it's not easy to do uh, i'm a person who falls um out of this very often and i keep worrying about okay i'm doing this now how is it going to work out how is that going to function um but keep pulling yourself back and let's forget about what's happening tomorrow let's focus on what's happening today what you can do today uh, what's in your control um and as long as it's fun as long as you are not too nervous um you get through it and that's literally been my journey my journey has been just figuring it out as you go along um and when you make a mistake own up to it say this is a mistake you made um actually make fun of yourself i i'm a person who makes a lot of fun of myself and that really helps me kind of um, deal with anything which i'm feeling so yeah so i don't know if that's that's a very bizarrely long-winded and contrived answer to a very simple question but actually uh, <laughs> actually it, it's not an object it's a very subjective question uh, to answer yeah. but yeah i think you you made it uh, clear uh, even i uh, like two three points is, as you said uh, about the like having a three years or five years plan uh, as you said so i think a lot of interviewers also ask this question of where do you uh, find yourself in 5 years uh, from your or 3 years from here i mean i think we should drop these questions from the interviews 100%. because the world is changing ask you so what is your five year plan in december 2019 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask anybody in the world what is your five year plan in december 2019 and like we don't know what the world is going to uh, you know how the world is going to change it's not all on you are a tiny speck in in the the entire chain of things so um, you you can't plan that far ahead exactly so and even the world is changing so fast like maybe tomorrow some some different app will come it will launch mm. in 3 months it will be success and in the next uh, next 6 months it will be a bigger success a billion dollar company and and it will go down I, like yeah. i've i've seen the craze of clubhouse, clubhouse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i've seen the actual craze of clubhouse when it it was yeah. for the ios users it was like a quality thing like literally something which is amazing conversations happening over there now i go yeah. up there i see uh, random conversations happening on any different yeah. topic when it uh, was released for all the so there's something like that that the world is changing so fast you cannot predict or you cannot say that i'll do this thing in 5 years maybe you'll find so, something uh, different there is a way so and and that doesn't mean you don't plan for it the way to plan for it to be honest is to always say what do you need to equip equip yourself with like let's take the example of something like clubhouse i'm not even a person talking about a product right Correct. what will make clubhouse continue to grow i know it's not growing as much as it did early pandemic but it's not stopping growing will be to say what more would people want you can't be a one trick pony as a person or as a product right you need to have multiple tricks up your sleeve so correct if you're a twitter you have text you have voice uh, if you are a facebook and instagram you have all those options um as individuals we need to have multiple things we can do so if today you know if if you your traits are x y and z if you go to x but x is something that kind of dies out in demand tomorrow you also have y and z which you can take on so me being an entrepreneur helps me say worst case i'll be able to get a job as in a business role um but best case i might just get a job being a podcaster right um and and on, so building that your different dimensions to yourself really helps because and different skill sets that in many way you're seeing are future proof 
and you can and that's only a, a personal gauge right you don't know what's future proof but uh, you just need to bet against your skills and kind of get parallel things in place um and uh, and i think that really helps i mean it gives you a little more leverage um, it's almost like a balanced portfolio true, of investment true. on yourself so i think it it's it's something what uh, what i have like experienced or uh, what as albert einstein said that compounding the eight wonders of the world mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so yeah. if you keep on doing things it will somehow one day will reach to a point where it's giving you the uh, highest rewards and uh, yeah. that is how i see a lot of things i do the content creation or any anything that i do because uh, i've i've experienced this personally uh, like i started uh, back in college in 2018 uh, and so i didn't know how to write a uh, build a website or uh, how to start with digital marketing or anything but as i started my entrepreneurial journey i started creating products i started create uh, running ads i i started creating websites i even did some mm-hmm. freelance projects for, uh, for you know, two three clients and created their websites so eventually you learn things and uh, even when i uh, when i gave up on all those things and stopped working for it it, it actually helped me uh, land something uh, good i also uh, the book ebook which i wrote uh, it's actually the whole experience or whole um, whole things that i learned throughout mm. the journey of 2 to 3 years i put those uh, learnings into that particular book and gave it to people um, so that they can uh, they can also learn from those things so there are so many tools So, and you so many it, things that's, that's an important point you paying it forward and giving it out to people is also a good way for you and and that's something we forget sometimes is that the more you give people around you and the more yeah. you kind of connect with them um that it doesn't have to pay off but in many ways in in different forms it does pay off in the long term it is um it is something that really gives you value true 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 like it it does uh, it definitely does giving if you give more you get more that's the yeah, uh, cliche line but yeah it is true and uh, the yeah. third point that i uh, that you said uh, which resonates me with more because my mentor also says this thing that what worse would happen you'll only fail mm. what worse yeah. would happen yeah and if you fail and, you can and start and figuring again. out what is worst is a good thing right you're not worried about some unimaginable um you know um, eventuality if you say what's the worst you already know what's the worst it can be so everything exactly. else is is better yes exactly and you know that okay kya hoga you'll fail okay you'll start again yeah. you can you can you have yeah. life you have skills and i when i reached to that point where i was giving up on on uh, on my startup and uh, where i was like thinking of like i shouldn't i should stop working on it so i was like it it was okay it wasn't it was a hard decision for me because obviously mm. uh, your startup is just like your girlfriend um, breaking away yeah, with uh, <laughs> breaking up yeah, with yeah, this sure uh, it is yeah so it's not uh, good so it was hard but yeah then i took a pause i, I stopped working for on anything for a complete month i was just completely blank thinking about it and i thought like let's let's give it up not a problem i've learned so many things i'll pick up something which is which is i'm uh, like more or you can say uh, more passionate about which i like more and i'll go ahead with mm. that thing and that's where i found my yeah. pivot point where i can pivot uh, to mm. something in product management and i thought that i'm good at creating product and i'm also good at managing people so yeah i think uh, this both can uh, align with my uh, career and let's take a, some experience out there and uh, let's start back again in in some 
two, three, four years back again. So that was how I pivoted uh, from a startup guy to to a creator or yeah. uh, let's say to a job person. Because you, you know, because your life is, um, and, and that's the thing, right? Um, something that happens to you on one day does not define your entire life. Um, I feel your life is a mixture of many, many things, and so one failure teaches you a lot. Uh, one success also teaches you a lot, but um, they are not the be all and end all of your life. Your life is a mixture of many things, and correct, correct. As long as uh, you don't, you know, as long as you do enough things over time that you're satisfied by and that balances out, um, you're fine. But if if you focus too much on one thing not working or one thing which is working too much, I think both those parallels are are a problem. Right? Both those tangents are a problem. Um, uh, but look at things as a whole and saying, um. You know, overall, it by it it is feeling better than it would have if you look focused on only one thing, and that's what really matters. True, true, true. And uh, yeah, like like it it is it is it needs to be focused on one thing. And uh, I have this one question on focus, but I'll I'll put it up. It's a very personal question. I'll put it up in the end, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think uh, I have this uh, issue, and you must have faced the same thing. But I'll put it in the end. Before that, um, I see you create a lot of content. and uh, you are also running business you are also running two podcasts you mm-hmm. as we spoke uh, i guess uh, yesterday night only so you said that you will have uh, your daughter's class till uh, 12 you'll have yeah. to be there yeah. and uh, you're spending time with your family so how do you manage to be that productive and uh, how do you manage this time <laughs> all these things i, I barely I mean, manage is how i put it uh, I, um so this is how Okay, so I I've always been very bad at managing my own time. Um, I have gotten slightly better in recent times because I put in a few things in place. Is that um there are some things which I know I will not move right. Um, my mornings I will not move because there is a certain amount of time I spend with my daughter in her class or you know it's just generally in the in the morning getting her ready for school is something which I do. Um, and then me and my wife we kind of share the amount of time, the amount of classes we sit in on, because she's she's four years old, and you can't leave a four year old with her iPad uh, to go through her school, online school, right? So um, that's that's a given. Um, and evenings, I think evenings there is a certain amount of time we all spend together as a family, and I think that's something which is sacrosanct and has to stay. Um, everything else is in between. Um, I also have the privilege of being someone who's senior in an organization, so I can plan my life a lot better than than most people can. um but what i try to do is i have different slots right some slots which i book for like for instance we are recording this on on a, on a monday right there is a slot on a monday that i've kept for me going as a guest on anybody's podcast look so for me i know that it's blocked out on my calendar fully so i use my calendar as not to schedule every day individually but to almost give certain slot a certain slots in which i record advertising is dead um conversations um I record the Varun Dubey show on Sunday evenings because it takes me an hour to record two episodes. So both my week, the whole week's episodes are done within an hour on a Sunday evening, scheduled and done. Right. So I find these some things you can kind of make recurring pieces in your day in your week, um, and the rest of it you're flexible enough to know what you should really prioritize and and what you can take off your plate. Um, I also get to do a lot because there's some things I've given up on. I don't watch as many shows as as I used to, or, or you know watch as much. um you know streaming television or movies as i used to but i do do it on a on a weekend or maybe once or twice a week um i don't i but i read a lot more i think reading a lot more helps me in creating the content as well so it kind of connects together so um find those slots through your day and slots through your week which you can give to something and kind of 
figuring those slots with enough breaks in between also shows you how much time you have available to create content. I do a solo podcast because I know that's the only amount of time I can give. The Varun Dukisha was, I started off as a weekly conversation podcast. I knew I couldn't do two conversation podcasts a week. So at some point shelved the idea of doing it weekly. So this is one conversation a month and the rest of them are just solos. So um, find how much time you can give, but don't give all your time to everything, right? So don't give all your time for work uh, or don't give all your time for, uh, find time for yourself, find time for, for family and then find time for work. And also if you want to categorize uh, your creator life separate from your work life, that's, that's perfect. So um, give them all slots, give them all priorities um, and give them blocks. Sometimes also remember you have to move stuff around if something is there, but um, I think it's important to do it that way. Um, if you hold yourself too strong to, um, I don't believe in work-life balance. I believe in work-life synergy. Um, so for me, there are slots within my day where um, I will have, I'll have like small half an hour off somewhere during the day. Uh, and that half an hour I spent with my daughter, we kind of do something uh, together. Um, or I'll have some, I'll, I'll have some time in the night after everyone sleeps. Cause I sleep the, the latest amongst everybody in the house. So I have one hour, which is just by myself. So I will read, I will, um, I'll spend time doing something that's almost a wind down activity. So nothing really like, um, high, uh, you know, high energy or high dopamine in that sense. Um, my mornings as well, in many ways start with, uh, with no phone for an hour. Hopefully it doesn't happen every day. Some days I succumb. Uh, for an hour at least after I wake up and I make sure I work out every morning. So um, just find those capsules and scatter them through your week. Um, make sure some are consistent, some are flexible and, um, and over time you'll find your balance, right? And it doesn't have to be right all the time. I think the problem we give for time management is that we have to be super sorted and managed all the time. It's not possible. We human, we will not be able to do it. Um, exactly. So as long as you balance it out by the end of like a week, you're fine. Exactly. I, even I, I think the same that people uh, who think that time management, so I think they forget that they are humans. They are not machines and they cannot do yeah. everything with every, uh, with, with that same energy all the day. Yeah. So you, you cannot have your whole day scheduled and you're doing everything at the same energy all the time. And uh, yeah. not uh, like not missing out anything or not going over um, over the time or anything like that. So we are humans, and, and we also have save to... up for a rainy day. Huh? Save up for a rainy day is very important. Like your example. Um, so advertising is a, is a good example, right? Um, it's a weekly conversation podcast. I might not get all the guest bases my schedule. So at most times, I have recorded enough episodes for the next three weeks to four weeks already. Okay. So if I can't find a guest this week. I'm still fine. I have a bank now. So Varun Dukhi show the topics I will cover. Many of them are all put together in one like scribble pad. So I'll have ideas ready. So whenever an idea comes, I scribble it down or keep it somewhere. So um, if you allocate time to do something um, and if your mind doesn't work at that point, you need to have something that will trigger it or something that will help you do it better. Um, so make sure you have those bank, you know, bank for your mind, uh, because your mind, mind doesn't, uh, follow a you know, time management calendar at any point of time. Your mind it, thinks what it thinks. Exactly. Exactly. It, it doesn't. And it is, it's really important because, uh, as you said, uh, and I, I am also like the first thing in the morning I check is my phone. If there is a notification, um, like if there is something important. Uh, maybe some important news or something like that. Um, and if there's nothing, I'll just put it up back and I'll just um, start doing the rest of the stuff. 
but uh, just want to know your experience that how it is going up with you with uh, like how does the days goes when you don't use your phone for a complete hour and how how the things uh, follows after that so um so it's actually so it's a ritual i try to do often enough there are many days i think at least one or two days in a week where i don't follow it but um it just that your, your body needs to um almost warm up right it needs to kind of you need to wake up so if you in the first thing in the morning you give it all the notifications give it all the information um then in some ways also i get up early which helps you i don't think you can do this if you wake up at 10 am um so i wake up like between 6:30 and 7 so for me that's um and i go to bed by 10:30 11 so uh, you know i'm i'm i now follow a slightly more re- more you know refined routine than i used to before so the good part is you, you feel a lot more peaceful you start off your day feeling a little more relaxed than you would because the problem is when you pick up your phone and you see all those notifications your mind is automatically getting triggered by all of those things right? but if you start off in the morning just you know sometimes a couple of times a week write on your write in a journal um you uh, you know you just have something to drink in the morning um, and just kind of let the day start for you in a slightly more peaceful and calmer fashion and then start giving it all the doses of notifications and all the work to do list you have etc and all that stuff right that's a far nicer way to start your day um it's just a calming way because if you if you let it spike first thing in the morning you will run out of energy a lot quicker um, which is why people drink a lot more caffeine right because um you know like i have not owned my caffeine down to like twice a day if not once a day uh, then what used to be like three four cups a day um and and all these are because of how you kind of say get the get the biggest stuff done first thing in the morning right after that one hour um and then let it slide down let it wind down through the day as much as you can i mean let it wind down because uh, the world always has different plans exactly and then there's this uh, there's this uh, principle or what we can say there's this word called uh, this doing the first biggest task in the morning called eat that frog um mm. i've yeah. i've put it down in my co- one of my course for when yeah, yeah, i was some, teaching time important. management yeah so and even some tools are there like uh, the um, isono matrix i think uh, it's a very famous tool and uh, a lot of people know about it so those tools really help you in uh, in deciding what should be done what should be uh, prioritized and how to uh, take decisions on those things and even one thing which which helped uh, me personally are the mental models i think those mm. helped me a lot in uh, in deciding things in planning things and uh, yeah. in making decisions so i think those can also help you like like the pareto principle it's it's one of the yeah. uh, the 80 20 rule so it's one yeah. of the principle that uh, helps you in a lot lot of decisions but there is a disclaimer i should give you that is there is mental models right? if you go after too many mental models you will get overwhelmed by it and not everything works for you but it's great to know it because um, and make it uh, almost like um, how do you put it mold it to work for you rather than following it outright and i feel that really works for a lot of these sure exactly the point right you, you cannot like there are so many there are hundreds to hundreds of mental models and if you if you observe closely you'll find more like there are so yeah. many i think yet to be discovered or most yeah, of people yeah, haven't sure. re- uh, wrote about it so just i for i uh, for my suggestion i would say that uh, get two three and start using those two three on a daily basis or, or on your yeah. like uh, regular decision making processes and those will definitely help you out with uh, with a lot of things that you do because yeah. once you yeah. practice them very well you you master them and once you master them you all your decisions goes through a process 
and not just through uh, choices that you make like yeah. uh, and decision making everything has been made to be evolved right and the thing is you have two three of them you might figure a combination of both that works for you and that becomes a whole new framework somebody can kind of take from your mental model right so that's i agree with you totally yeah exactly uh, and i i've seen i've read uh, read about it people that they're using some two three mental models on a on a daily basis or something like that yeah coming back to to the last question it's a very personal question uh, that i want to ask you so uh, i you like you must have uh, faced this thing that i i have a very active mind so whenever i'm doing some office stuff which is uh, which is kind of like uh, very important i need which needs my focus and then um, in between when i'm thinking about it or when i'm planning on that thing i get a thought that okay uh, uh, this this is something a good podcast idea i should uh, start thinking mm-hmm. about it and i just go and start thinking about that idea uh, on a whole basis and it then um, just goes on loop that because it, yeah. it, it is interesting like something which interesting comes up when you're doing something and the other thing just hits up your mind that okay this is a very good idea so for me how i solve this problem is i just uh, write it down somewhere like i have made a group with myself where i write notes on whatsapp so whatsapp is all yeah. the time active i just uh, open my phone i just whatsapp i put it that in group notes app and uh, it just uh, gets done and then i can uh, go back and shift to my work again and uh, start focusing mm. on it again but i just want to ask you like you must have you being a creator you when you are learning so many things and when you are uh, reading and you are uh, consuming so much of content i think you must have also faced the same thing in your life where yeah. you, uh, you are getting uh, distracted from your no, focus no i have terrible point. focus i have i'm I, I for the longest time thought i had um, adhd i'm i'm that bad with it um then actually went um to a therapist and she then diagnosed me with something else which wasn't adhd so uh, and that also helped me understand i think sometimes you need to um, and that's where it would help me is i tried to figure out what how my mind works um and my mind has autonomy um so i like to do if you tell me okay varun walk from here till the door um i will walk from here to the door my way right if you tell me to follow the steps i will my my mind will just react and like revolt against it. that's what autonomy is right and that also helped me then say if i want to focus on something if someone tells me you have to focus on it and do it exactly this way my mind re- like almost revolts like a rebellion inside my mind in that sense so um i have found that reducing distractions um as simple as it might sound is the only way to do it um if you are going to sit down and do some work um switch off your notification do all of that stuff if your mind starts thinking something else what you just said scribble it down somewhere else and move on with what you're doing um and and but if your mind is continue to dwell on it stop what you're doing right now spend like 10 minutes work uh, on the idea which you just got put it down so then you're not dissatisfied you know because the worry we often have is we get an idea we worried but by the time you come back to it will it be as good as it felt at the moment it came to your mind right? and that's a worry we all have um so you find focus on one end by taking off distractions that you don't need right now um so build focus more with enough no, no no email notifications no whatsapp notifications all that goes off out the window on one end but if it's your mind that's losing focus then um find ways to kind of if a, if a random thought comes kind of put it down and then come back to it and over time train your mind i think you need our, our minds are like muscles you need to train them um 
I, for instance, um, realize in certain times in the day, you can focus more on certain kinds of pieces. Like um, if you have to, you know, like I'm a person who writes really well, either mid in, mid afternoon or early in the morning. I'm very bad at writing at night. Um, sometimes I'm very good at recording podcasts in the afternoon and late at night. Uh, I can never do a podcast in the morning, right? So um, you will learn that some of these things um, are right for your mind uh, and you will find that only by trying them out and not everybody can focus the same way. But once you can and once you can find that state of uh, flow as we call it, um, it becomes a lot more fun to see what all you can do with it. Um, like for me, notifications, and I mentioned that because that's where I actually started to find focus is that um, I was always a person who would, re- who would respond to a notification as soon as I got it. Um, and three years ago, actually four years ago, I switched off notifications on emails. Uh, I tell people about it now, um, but it's not like I don't respond to them. I respond to them in a normal person time, right? Like, like maybe 10 minutes later, maybe half an hour later, maybe an hour later, but it's not like I miss them. And, and that's actually, that's helped me kind of stay focused on what I was doing right now. And over time, I, I took off those for more steps. Like apart from I think WhatsApp, um, I have no notifications for anything uh, which which come on my phone. Um, but I go to them when I need to go to them. I still spend a lot of time on the phones. It's not like my screen time is any lesser. On the other end, if you're doing a task and you want to focus on it, find your system of how you can focus on it. Um, like for instance, yeah. I know that if I want to sit and write, I can get very distracted in writing. So I keep noting down the points I want to cover in what I want to write before I sit down to write. So I have all of that here. So at worst case, if I'm distracted also, I'll get something on paper. I'll get something on that page. Whereas if you want to go in and start from scratch and get the idea, then and do it many times, your distractions pull you away from it. But um, there is this, um, and I learned this from this system that Steven Spielberg used to uses to write scripts. Uh, it's called a clock. And the clock system is that you put down all the sequence of events that will happen in your story as, as a clock. So starting of the clock is where the movie starts. Ending is where it ends, right? Uh, and in the clock, you make these quadrants and you say, okay, you know, this, this is how the movie starts. This is what happened. This happened, 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 happened. So every day you're going from one quadrant to the next quadrant or you're right. Know, so you know what's going to happen, what you have to write. Worst case, it'll be the most drab piece of script you can write. But best case, it'll actually be something that you followed the guidelines you already put there. So give yourself enough order that you will not get distracted because you are trying to think of an idea. Most times when you're trying to think of an idea for what you're doing right now is right. when you get distracted. If you fed it enough, uh, uh, enough, enough, like, like it's, it's like if you fed your tummy enough food, you will not think of food. But if you're trying to think about, oh, what do I eat? then you're going to think about every single kind of food available, right? And you'll end up choosing the wrong thing. Uh, so it's almost like that. Um, it's a weird analogy, but that's how I look at it. I guess I guess it's true. And uh, one thing that you, you've talked about ideas is that, uh, like, uh, I even get, sometimes I even get ideas when I was, when I was driving. So and you are yeah. so helpless at that point. Driving that you in the loo, taking a shower, going for a walk, washing dishes. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. You cannot write those ideas. And they just like uh, the other day, I was I was doing some stuff and I was not able to uh, write that idea. I was uh, like, I got a really good idea about uh, doing a post on LinkedIn. Like I thought that I'll share this uh, Mm. particular thing on LinkedIn about the journey that was a good experience that I came across. And uh, it's been three days. I'm just uh, just like uh, figuring out what that was because I forgot. 
it was a good mm. thing i didn't wrote it down somewhere or anything and i just forgot it so yeah. the, the, these are the basic things that happens and i guess for the active mind uh, writing down a script as you said scribbling down yeah. things or yeah. uh, putting it somewhere in points uh, or in an organized manner that would really help i guess and even uh, as you uh, rose up this point uh, about autonomy and all these things i, I think we i i uh, resonate so much uh, with that because myself I, i myself as a person if someone tells me that this is a structured way and you have to go this mm. way um i cannot do that like i cannot go yeah. go in a fixed path i have to find my own path and my own comfortable way where i do this thing and uh, i'm also a rebellious so is it is it this uh, this creators only who are rebellious or what what like i think i find entrepreneurs think and creators yeah. uh, who are be right i mean that's interesting point it, it could just be that your natural tendency is to find um non i don't think it's non traditional you want to add your own piece to it um and you don't want to do it exactly how someone else has done it i think that's more a mindset thing it could be creative but i also feel that there uh, and, and i think creative is also very wide term right innovators are creative in that sense people who kind of come up with products are are are, are creative so um i do think it is I, i now that you say it, it it kind of makes sense that could be um almost like an innate trait to it but um, you it the good part about autonomy versus uh, let's say having attention uh, deficit is that um it doesn't mean you can't pay attention is just that you need to want to pay attention so you need to train your mind to pay attention when it needs to um Correct. and that only happens over time and that that is something which you have to really work on and almost like because your mind is always like um, a train station um and you need to at some point calm it down um like my mind has been like a train station my entire life so i always try to find ways to calm it down the only way i realized is that um i use what i used to do is try to do two things at the same time so i've always been doing something which is like this the scribble habit right i always keep like scribbling something while someone's talking so i decide something else going on so two things make you focus more is what i used to think um now i try to just remove everything else um apart from what i'm doing out of the equation and that helps me focus really well it helps me zone in better so um you have to keep trying different methods to find focus and um, and and the more you do that you will find your own system even if you're doing exactly what everybody else is doing it somehow it will feel to you like you found your own system correct correct and i think discovering your own system is is something which is important because that really helps you that gives you a joy of uh, like trying out and doing new things and yeah. uh, that really uh, helps you as a creator i think that really helps you uh, create more content and uh, Uh, work in that uh, particular space i i don't see myself as a creator i just uh, do stuff that i like but yeah i think that that is, this is something as as, as entrepreneurs and uh, as creators or the influencers they they are doing in this, this particular yeah. stuff so uh, bringing uh, like going back to the last question and coming back to the discussion uh, any tips uh, you would like to share to the young listeners about learning and productivity so that like for me uh, one of the biggest sources or one of the biggest thing that i do on daily basis is uh, and want to do is productively learn something productively mm-hmm. is in the sense not just consume but also retain information uh, in that yeah. uh, space so any tips or any uh, particular apps books or websites you would like to recommend to the students um so before apps and books one thing is that 
productivity doesn't mean you have to be productive all the time right to have unproductive days is also something that drives productivity because um your mind needs a break too if you are over productive all the time your mind's going to revolt against you and going to tell you that boss i need a break um so i feel oh, like no. that's that's one core thing right and i tell a lot of people and my favorite quote is and i keep forgetting who said that um i saw some this on twitter where somebody said you know um i i'm i'm 19 and i don't have a startup yet um i'm not successful and someone said uske baad kya karoge life mein right uh if you finish everything by 19 uske baad kya karoge i think that's important it's important to say that you don't have to think everything now you don't have to pack your day all the time you have a as long as your life is you have ability the ability to do many many things right so um being productive is to uh, i i like the word optimizing over productivity because i feel that you're optimizing your life like are, are you moving towards having the be- having the ideal day for yourself are you moving towards um having the kind of life that you want to lead uh, and once you have some of those larger vision points and daily process points you find that your life is optimized um so stoicism actually has been a great like way for me to learn right because in many ways you are learning from what is ancient philosophy from from a lot of those pieces in that sense and um, and that's actually one of the best things to do is that don't look for only modern ways in many ways people have been able to be productive been able to do a lot of things over a long period of time and um, and i think that this is a great way to learn from some of the best leaders in the world what they've done um, some of the stories from the past i think there's there's so much there's this thing which says that why you should read books from history is because you can have a conversation with the greatest minds that have lived right think, and, and you can, can learn I... so much from them and their systems in that sense uh the so i would say that anything around stoicism i mean you can either go the classical route and start with meditations which is the book by marcus aurelius and and go from there um or just look up anything that ryan holiday has written it's a great place to start because he simplified it for the modern um reader uh, and i think he all his books are, are great to read um if i have to recommend anything beyond that um i'm trying to think if anybody has had that kind of impact i read too many things and consume way too much content to kind of figure this but um i actually like this one podcast that has helped me a lot it's called work life uh work life is hosted by adam grant and he's a um uh, he's an organizational psychologist right and and what he 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 what he calls uh, so he says organizational psych- uh, this organizational psychology is a, a very loaded term what it actually means is that he studies how to make work suck less right um okay. or rather make work not suck uh so there's a lot to learn there about just finding how creative teams work um how teams work together how people can actually do something well at a job how to look at failure how look at all those pieces there um and i think that's a great podcast to learn from it's a great series there's on a bunch of seasons of that and um well to well listen to more often i'm just trying to think of because i learn a lot more from podcasts i i believe than i do from uh from shows but um just find people who you find inspiring and, and and see where they are talking and that's what i end up doing um i watch a lot of content um which scott galloway puts out um and and all his podcasts all his books everything else again scott's a great in, in, interesting character right? for instance has 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 had successful startups has um has two podcasts uh, also has youtube channel and and he's on the board of many companies so um find people who inspire you and learn from them um these are the few that come to mind right now um and as soon as you find them consume everything that they put out on, and learn from that um i'm trying to look around my bookshelf right now because i have forgotten the names of things and literally this mic is on a, on a few books right now and literally the books here is that i have two ryan holiday books here propping things up okay 
Actually, a good recommendation, and not for not from productivity standpoint, but just really from a life story standpoint. Um, if you haven't read Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, please read it because we've always seen him as his actor in a certain light. But his book has so many great insights on just generally life um, that I've literally like I've gone back to that book many many times ever since I started reading it. So um, again, a great book to read, and a final one. And I know I'm only giving books here and not anything else to watch. Um, but a final one is actually there's a show called Defiant Ones. Um, it's on Netflix and you should really watch it. It's the story of Dr. Ray and Jimmy Iovine and how they both their careers um, in music as well as them starting beats and and everything else. Um, so much to learn from people's journey. So I watch a lot of docu series like this. So I feel like there's always something inspiring in people's journey. So uh, watch that. It's from a creative standpoint, from a business standpoint, and there's so much, and it's also supremely entertaining. So, um, so much to unpack and learn from that as well. So these would be what I would recommend. Um, I know it's not necessarily um, a refined answer to what was a simple question, um, but uh, these are what came to mind as, as as you asked me this question. Oh no no, it's 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 amazing. And even as you talked about stoicism, so I I've uh, read this book called uh, Great Thinkers. So I was just mm-hmm. uh, trying to uh, look about what it, what is the book and was just exploring that thing. And I started mm-hmm. reading it out, and uh, I found that there are so many people in history, so many like Aristotle, or uh, yeah. a lot of big people who have done wonders in the world in the past, and they are sharing some perspectives and. there were two three definitions or two three things uh like they defined it their own way and i and that actually changed my mind or actually how i uh, think about that particular thing so mm-hmm. so many insights are there in those books and uh, as as we talked about like recommendations from getting from you or consuming content so i would say uh, like if you want to uh, like consume like varun doge just go on to varun doge's profile yeah just follow Look, me i share too many yeah. things this is the problem is sharing too many things you forget what to share when you suddenly ask that question i'm like okay i can think of 50 things right now which one of these do i pick is where you get stuck exactly and even even not just varun's but anyone's like if if i want to go on to like uh, learn from anything from varun or just want to know what varun sources of learning so I, what i'll do is i'll just go on to varun's profile look like what who varun follows and then yeah. i'll go and follow those people so we have the same uh, sources of content and i guess yeah. the algorithm works the same way what kind of content you are liking um, it it again shows you the same kind of content so on some exactly. weeks i see that myself i'm getting um, some uh, good informational reels and some days i'm getting some uh, some like comedy a lot of dance reels <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> so that that used to happen and uh, you need to train uh, like algorithm for yourself i think we can do that uh, we have reached uh, to this era where you can actually train it for yourself that you just need to understand that how you have to behave on that particular thing on the, uh, yeah. liking that and sharing that stuff so yeah, yeah i guess a lot of good recommendations and uh, i'll link down all your social media handles and all your uh, blogs and websites into the description thank you for being on the pranay vankide show i hope uh, Thanks, you really enjoyed the conversation and i really enjoyed it was uh, it was really a good conversation to have and uh, until next time guys uh, see you on the pranayam kid show thank you so much